Hello, and welcome to Beauty Guides Podcast. You can find us at Beauty Guides Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. We are two beauty industry professionals discussing makeup, skincare, sometimes even self-care. Email us your beauty questions at beautyguidespodcast at gmail.com. My name is Kelsey. I'm a licensed esthetician and educator, and you can find me on Instagram at Kelsey's Aesthetics. And I'm Lauren. I'm a licensed cosmetologist and a freelance hair and makeup artist. You can find me on Instagram at Charleston Glam. Leah Simmons is the angel slash artist on our intro, and we are now on iTunes podcast and Spotify. Leave us a review if you think we've been beneficial to your beauty routine and help us get new listeners so we can stick around and keep being your beauty guides. Today's topic is maskne. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. It is going to be a good one. Okay, so Kelsey, tell me, are you listening to any podcasts or reading any books or watching any TV series right now? So I just finished the Britney Spears documentary on Hulu. Um, oh my God, I have so many questions. Okay, keep going though. Yeah, well, my I think my favorite part about it was they showed her, like in the really beginning of her career, she did this like mall tour with Seventeen Magazine. And my mom took me and my sister to at Marley Station Mall. I was in fifth grade. Marley Station. It, I think it just shut down this year, by the way. Oh Probably due time. Gosh. Um, My sister rode in the elevator with Brittany and like didn't know who she was and was like, what is this girl wearing? Because she was like the pigtails with the tie and the, you know, it was a whole vibe. It was a whole vibe. And I remember like watching her and my mom and I were like, "Mm, she's not that good. All right. Like, (laughs) and then like, look who she became to be. Look who she became to be. So the documentary was about her conservative conservatorship conservatorship or something like that yeah however you say that word yeah so and it kind of followed um so the 2007 where she shaved her head and um it was actually really sad because they showed I didn't realize how bad the paparazzi was with her like dude it's so bad it was so bad and then they interviewed the one guy so that really famous picture of her hitting a car with an umbrella with her shaved head which I wish they would just like delete from the like internet universe so they're interviewing this guy and he was like you know she never said like to leave her alone and they were like well what about when she said leave me alone and he was like well she said like leave me alone today not like leave me alone forever (laughs) this is a problem people when a lady says no she means no or if anybody says no yeah it was it was pretty bad because they I mean they were making so much money off her unfortunately like they interviewed the guy who was in charge of us weekly at the time and like the amount of money they were making off of her was crazy so it's it's really sad and like the whole thing is when this happened when she got into the conservator the one thing she said was like I don't want it to be my dad I don't care uh, who it is. I don't want it to be my dad. So it's just, it seems like, um, I don't know. I'm just sad for Brittany. Yeah. Gosh. It, it, okay. I have to ask you though, cause I haven't watched it yet. Mm-hmm. I get really emotional when I see her posts. Like I feel like I've always been able to like see through what's going on in her mm-hmm. life and it scares me. And I think every time I see a post, I kind of have a little cry. So am I going to be super emotional when yeah. I watch this? Yeah, it definitely like, I'm not that of an emotional kind of person. Like other people being upset doesn't really make me upset, but like, some of her interviews, um, like they talk about the her relationship with Justin Timberlake and how when they broke up, she was, you know, painted as a slut and he was painted as like this awesome playboy. And mm-hmm. it's like, but they both went through the same thing. And then her, when she was like pregnant, just asking to be like left alone in an interview. And it's definitely, it's a, her mom was saying she suspects that she was going through postpartum. And oh. instead of treating that like mental illness and that she needed help, we treated it like, oh, she's crazy. Let's see yeah. what she's going to do next. Yeah, um, let's stop doing that. <laughs> yeah. So it was definitely uh, interesting. I mean, because if you think about 2007, we didn't really talk about mental illness or celebrity mental illness or anything like that. So no, it was a different world. And I'm so glad that we're you know, going to in a better direction mm-hmm. in society. Yeah. It, um, I, yeah, it's hard. It's hard to, it's hard to watch. Yeah. It's, it's just yeah. sad. Also, like, let's bring up like in that time with a lot of the pop stars coming out, like the creepy dad relationships, like Jessica Simpson's yeah. another one. Like oh, he's a weirdo. Her dad. Did you read her book? No, I didn't. Did you? Yeah. So she goes from being controlled by her dad to like being controlled by Nick Lachey. She kind oh. of, she was like, what, 19 or something? Yeah. She, she just went from that. like one man controlling her to the next. 
because that's all she knew so why wouldn't she model her next relationship off of what she's comfortable with you know it's like the mind is so crazy how it works so there's the video of her dad walking her down the aisle and her dad's crying and you think it's just like oh he's really emotional his daughter's getting married he's crying because he didn't want her to marry him because he knew he was going to lose control of her career oh shit yeah 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 so i i highly suggest everyone read jessica simpson's book i don't know what it's called but if you i'm sure you just google jessica simpson's book it came out it's it's about um she is recently sober she was struggling with alcoholism last few years yeah i do remember her saying Mm -hmm. that she was on um doing like drinking and doing lots of pills in some of her interviews just to cope with just her life at that time yeah well they put her on diet pills when she was like 17 Right. And like no one can consent to diet pills at 17. And like, let's also talk about, I think at 17, we all kind of go through a phase where we try some type of diet pill. And I I know personally that they can make you absolutely crazy. Oh, yeah. Hydroxy cut, baby. Oh, my God. Yes. (laughs) I remember there was like a famous picture of like Snooki taking like a selfie and she's got like hydroxy cut all over her. Um, her dresser. God, hydroxy cut was such a 2006 moment. Okay. And the way that made your heart feel, it was not okay. It was not okay. Um, oh, but I did want to tell you, um, they two of the girls they interview in that Britney Spears documentary, they record a Britney Spears podcast talking about her Instagram posts. I and- heard about this. So what's the name of that? <sighs> Okay, it's okay if you don't know, but I, I am interested in looking into this. I want to listen to that. Yeah, well, they're the ones that started the Free Britney movement, too. Because, Thank goodness. Thank yeah. goodness. For, they are doing the big work out there. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, gosh, we need more people like that. But so they will podcast about, okay, what has she posted this week? What can we see here? What do we decode? Because, like, I guess sometimes her lawyer, when he's in post with her and, like, there's no sound, you can see him telling her, like, smile. And, like, you know, because her lawyer, boyfriend, he's a boyfriend, he's a lawyer. That always happens. Always happens. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And I can tell, like, when I'm watching her, like, I can tell that she's being, like, coached to do these things and she really has no idea like what's going on in the real world like she's just stuck in this house all the time just dancing just yeah dancing. yeah so okay if you ever have time go watch the um music video to her song lucky I just feel like when I watch that it is such foreshadowing into her future life it's wild I need to tell you okay art class seventh grade I uh-huh. sat there and wrote out the lyrics to lucky on I love that on like my notebook like feeling so deep like no one knows the real me (laughs) (laughs) and then I I wrote like in parentheses Kelsey and like (laughs) 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 so uh god I even remember and I remember um I'm not gonna say her name but she was sitting across from me and she was kind of a bitch and uh she was like what are you doing and I was like you don't understand like what does it look like I'm doing I'm feeling these lyrics um okay what have you been listening to watching reading yeah so my favorite true crime comedy podcast true crime obsessed uh they're covering one of my favorite true true crime stories that I watched over quarantine called murder on middle beach Mm -hmm. I watched watched this one yeah Yes, isn't it good? Conrad, the ant, crazy. Yeah. Uh, who do you who do you think did it? I don't know. I kind of think Conrad did it, especially because there's this story in the middle where she talks about how she was gonna um, pay a hitman to kill her sister and his her kids, mm-hmm. and then she woke up wasted in the um, hotel room mm-hmm. and the money was gone. Mm-hmm. And for me, like the whole story keeps going on and they don't even focus on this story. And I'm like, dude, she probably paid the hitman and like didn't even realize it. Yeah, I don't know. I think the I think the dad, the husband. He's definitely they're all guilty. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. yeah, but I so, I think the husband did it. Yeah. So check that podcast out. It's really good. They're really funny. Um also Trevor and I started binging The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. <laughs> there is, Okay, there is this beautiful Hawaiian woman on there named Jen Shaw and she's very extra. She's known for her over the top parties, but she's constantly bragging about her glam team and she has the worst makeup on the show. Like I I have not seen makeup this bad in so long. Like they basically do that like Snickers bar on the side of her face that like goes up for the contour and they're not using colors that look good on her. So that's just I've been watching it for the bad makeup basically. Isn't that um isn't there a girl that is married to her step grandfather? <laughs> yes, Mary. Okay. Yeah. Her name's Cosby and she totally is and 
wow, that's a whole plot line in itself. Yeah. I, um, so you have cable? Uh, no, no. I'm like flip flopping forth between YouTube TV and Hulu. Got, got it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you, where do you watch Real Housewives? Is that Hulu TV or? Uh, it's on YouTube TV right now, but we're about to cancel that and then get back to Hulu. So I think Hulu has the Bravo series on there. I feel like it does. Yeah. I don't know. I don't have cable, but I have so many channels of, I have, I have all the channels. The only one I don't think I have is Apple TV. And I'm like, I, I can't get another, I can't get another one. I have to. No, it's <laughs> beginning to get to be too much with all of these different streaming platforms. It's insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So are you trying anything new in your routine? Um. Yeah. So I recently just placed um, a ColourPop order and it, it came over the week. Um, I've been really into, I got some of their shadows. They're super shock shadows, which I had yeah. tried years ago and I didn't like, but I had a different kind of aesthetic at that point. And I've been really into this like like shimmery one color lid just like swipe a color um and and you I know you feel that vibe as well so I got a couple shadows um and I bought like a kind of a bronzy one like kind of a golden one and kind of like a white pinky one and then I realized like I probably could have just bought one like with everything I don't know what I was thinking in my head that I was like I need all these different colors um well, I think you picked like the right colors for you those are like the three colors that like you can switch up that are all good for your oh thank you, know, you for colors. your support yeah. Yeah. Also, a fun fact about ColourPop, because a lot of like makeup lines are just the same makeup line and somebody puts their name on it. But the Kylie lip kits is basically ColourPop lip lip stuff, but they put her name on it. Yeah. Well, because her stuff is made at their factory, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think ColourPop is way less expensive than the Kylie lip kit. So I recently saw um, Alicia Keys, her soul care, which is her new skincare line, is owned by Elf. Um, Interesting. Yeah, but they don't. They're just like the parent company, like a L'Oreal or an Estee Lauder parent yeah. company. Um, but I, um, I saw her ad, and you know what I love about her ad? She has um sunspots. She has hyperpigmentation, and she doesn't filter them out for the ad. Oh. That's really nice. Yeah, yeah. I um, I list. Ugh, I watched a show the other day called Sound Blaster, where basically they take a song and they completely like take it apart and mm-hmm. go through it. But Alicia Keys was on there. And I noticed that because she was the one going through the whole, um, I'm not wearing makeup anymore. Mm-hmm. We're going to do natural beauty. But then it came out in the media like, yeah, you can do what Alicia Keys does. But she also buys like $2,000 facials a month and has the best skincare. But I noticed that on the show is that she did have a decent amount of hyperpigmentation on her face. And I'm living for that. I like that she's not covering that because we're all normal, real people. Same, same. I'm happy yeah. about it. Um, so what mm-hmm. are you trying out right now? Okay, so I ended up buying the new Fenty Pro Filter Powder Foundation, mm-hmm. and I really love it. Um, I was just having some problems with my makeup where I was just getting way too shiny, and then you kind of inspired me talking about the bare minerals and going more of the powder route under the mask. So I ended up buying that, and I really, really love it. It's really good. And then the other thing I bought is I went ahead and ordered the Pat McGrath palette in the Mothership 7 Divine. Oh, my God. How pretty. How pretty. Oh, my God. It's gorgeous. Also, I have to say, I am never doing any type of discount makeup service ever again now that I have a $125 palette (laughs) in my kit. You know what I mean? Good for you. Good for you. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like last year and a couple years before I did a lot of like favors, you know, a lot of times in this industry, you have to like be nice, but also people end up taking advantage of you. And now I have all these luxury products in my kit and I'm like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going low anymore. Good for for you. The Pat McGrath palettes, the, um, like duo chrome, they're insane. They're insane. looking. That's what I kept reading. I was like, even if I buy this palette and I hate every color just to have like that experience with the duo chrome, like I'm so excited to try it. Have you gotten to play with it yet? No, I I ordered it online, so it hasn't come yet. And I ended up ordering it through Sephora so I could get some points, too. And I also ordered the um, Charlotte Tilbury Lip Pencil in Hollywood Honey, and it's a caramel with red undertones. Oh, that sounds really interesting. Mm -hmm, I'm excited. So definitely be looking for some Luke's this month. Yes. I I ordered her – I used to spend so much money on lipstick trying to find, like, perfect formula, perfect color. And then uh, last year – 
um, early last year, back when we still wore lipstick before masking, I just decided to give in and I got very Victoria and it was like the most, it stayed on so long, but it wasn't drying. And it was like, I was like, Oh, I went home and threw out all my lipsticks. I was like the amount of money I could have saved long-term by just buying one good lipstick. Like Charlotte Tilbury, some of her stuff, I'm like, "Mm, that's all right. But those, her lip products, she, the pillow talk, she knows what she's doing. She really does. And she just has these universal shades. And so the one that you bought, what kind of shade is that? The Very Victoria. It is a mm, pinky nude. It's a little lighter than Pillow Talk. Pillow Talk is a little too deep for what I kind of like. But Mm -hmm. it's a pinky nude that doesn't pull orange because a lot of nudes pull orange on me. Yeah, I was going to say when you were talking about like your lipstick journey, Mm -hmm. I was going to say don't feel bad about doing that because you and I, when we get to the fairer side of skin, there's a lot of colors that don't work on us either. So you really have to look like even when you find the lightest shade, it might oxidize to like an orangish color on us. It's wild. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So like nudes always pull orange on me and it looks crazy. So this was sort of just like a if you took pillow talk and just kind of turned it down two notches. Um, so it was just a really nice every day. Um, and I used to do lipstick a lot when, um, like I just, I was just tired. And so you just put on lipstick and mascara and it looks like you tried. Dude, I love it. And even some cream blush. You can even take your lipstick and put it on your cheeks as a cream blush. Like (laughs) what a great look. (laughs) I have always, okay. So, um, the classic, um, David Bowie with like the, the, um, red stripe zigzag down his face. Yes. So they did that with lipstick. Um, because the color he wanted it to be, they could not find. And, um, so I always wondered about putting lipstick on like the cheeks. Cause to me, I'm like, well, is that the same? Is it the same thing? Like if it's safe for I my mean, lips. Yeah, a lot of formulation is just made very similar and then they're just packaged different ways, but yeah, why not? Just try it. Well, and they make so many of those like cheek and lip like duos Mm -hmm. like the only thing I would be sketch about would be putting it on my eyes but like on my cheeks when you know I feel like I could do that yeah yeah lip tinted does a lot of those um videos the brand tinted have you heard of them Mm -mm. no yeah but they basically have like a fat kind of like marker crayon Mm. thing and you can put it on your lips on your eyes on your cheeks on everything and they're probably organic and stuff I think that's the vibe they're going for speaking of these kind of multi-use products how about these Jones Road beauty balms we've been (laughs) oh my god I cannot wait to try my dog just got off the couch like something really crazy is happening (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yes. So do you know what they've launched yet? I haven't really paid attention. Me either. All I saw was this. So I saw Jones Road advertised. It looks like a cream blush. But they're, mm-hmm. what are they calling it? They're calling it like a balm. They are. They're, yeah. They're kind of just keeping it as a tinted balm, which I think is so smart. And mm-hmm. they're putting it on the eyes, on the cheeks, on the lips, like we're talking about. Yeah. But I also like the size of it. It looks really big. It looks big. Um, it looks really creamy. It looks like yeah. it gives that nice dewy. It looks like what you did with the Fenty cream blush, where you did it on your eyes, cheeks, and lips, like that kind of vibe. But exactly. it looks like it almost has a little more like do glisten to it yeah it looks like to the way that it's applied it has some type of um I don't know the right word to use but it almost looks like it is grabbing on the skin like you know how sometimes you get some of those products and they're just coming off the skin like you could just swipe Mm -hmm. it off but Mm -hmm. it looks like it kind of grips on and it really looks like second skin when it goes on yeah I wonder if it's almost like a Vaseline consistency or something like a little bit I was wondering if it had squalane squalane (laughs) (laughs) oh I should look at the ingredients okay I'll look at the ingredients so we can I mean not that anyone cares but I I know you care everyone listening to this podcast better care I know you care, so I'll look at the ingredients and we'll we'll kind of decode and try to figure out what it is. But yeah, so I saw it and then you saw it and then they keep showing these pictures of her using it and the colors and it just looks beautiful. Just it really does. The Au Natural shade and the dusty mm-hmm, rose mm-hmm. I had my eye on for a while. And then she did a video the other day where she freaky mixed the two shades. So it's like now I have to get both. Which which you totally said, Oh, I would mix these two shades. And then she did a video mixing the two shades. So I, I'm giving you credit for that one. It's my psychic intuition. Yeah. And I've been doing the whole cream, use your cream as a blush and a lip. You know, I'm just like ahead of the game and you it's really sad that really I'm are. not recognized for all of it. I I recognize you. I do. Thank you. <laughs> One person recognizes you. That's all you need. It's all that matters to me. Your opinion is everything. (laughs) 
Oh, okay. I have one more question I want to ask before we get into the topic. So I was looking at the, because you made me think about this with the Fenty foundation powder. So I was looking at the loose powder. Just I was just looking at Fenty because you, you talk about them all the time. And um, I noticed in their loose powder, they have a lavender shade. I didn't know that because I haven't even ventured into their loose powder. So why would you use a lavender shade? Like, you know, that's actually really funny, too, that you bring that up because you had turned me on to some Korean beauty, the can make brand. Mm-hmm. And I ended up buying a lavender powder for them. And really, it's not anything crazy that it's going to do to the skin. But on paler skin tones, um, let me see the color wheel really quick. Let me, let me pull that bad boy up. <laughs> but basically, it's going to add some brightening Mm-hmm. to the face but it's not going to do anything crazy I think it's more of a little bit of a gimmick okay. but I think on paler t- skin tones it's pretty nice so yeah your purplish like lavender blue is going to cancel out any yellow or orange in the skin so oh, okay so maybe if you're like um a little sallow looking maybe like if you're like hungover I don't know I'm trying to think that is, that is the exact thing to use it for that I could not figure out what to say yes when you're sallow when okay. things just look dull yes I think it would brighten it right up Okay. I wonder if also on like, um, because you and I are like the color of paper, um, if it would give us like that ethereal vibe or that's what I was going for. So unfortunately when I ordered the can make, um, lavender powder, I did order it off Amazon. Sorry. But when it came to me, it was all crushed and cracked. (laughs) So I went ahead and tried it out like two or three times and that it was just so messy that I was like, I I can't be doing this. Was Um, Was it a pressed powder and it came broken? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Sucks. Yeah. It was a mess. Yeah. And people always say like, oh, put alcohol in it and it can bring it back together. It, it's never the same. It's just, yeah, it's not. I gave up trying to do that because every time I did it, I'm like, oh, this sucks now. This like sucks. Yeah. <laughs> it's ne- it's yeah. never the same. Because I, I feel like I'm always talking about Fenty and I really do love her stuff, but it, it's also not like the most amazing luxury stuff I've ever used either. Um, I ended up buying her eyeshadow quads that she just came out with. They're not quads. They're called snap shadows. Mm-hmm. And um, I got two different ones and they're just okay it's pretty color um I did use it on a client yesterday whose skin um was just like really balanced a little bit it a little bit I don't want to say oily but you know she had more oils coming through it worked beautiful on there but I've used it on my like pale ass dry creased eyes sometimes and and it's not okay so you know some of the products are really really good some of them just okay but I would really like to try that lavender lavender powder okay well on your next Fenty order let us know Probably today, gosh, it's so annoying. <laughs> okay, well, I think I think we've done enough enough chatting, chatting new things. Mm-hmm. We're gonna get into today's topic, which um, our first topic, well, our whole topic, which is mask knee. <laughs> So, yes. so I'm going to be talking about kind of the skin side of it, the why it's happening and what you can do. And then Lauren's going to give you some makeup tips if you're looking to kind of conceal. Um, I will say one nice thing about having to wear the mask is you just cover up your mask knee. <laughs> With the That's mask. True, but it's like a vicious cycle because you're just doing a I little know. more damage. I know. I want to first start out by saying I, um, so when I returned to work in May of 2020, by July of 2020, I had cystic acne on my chin. Um, and I struggled with like a hormonal breakout every once in a while. Like I definitely have sensitive skin. So if I'm a little too aggressive with my skin, it'll break out. I had never experienced anything like this. And I think the worst part about it was just how painful it was. Um, it's so painful. Yeah. 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 So, um, this is my mask knee advice is coming from someone who, who felt it guys. Like I feel your pain like physically felt the pain. Um, and it was awful. And so, um, all of this comes from me just trying to figure it out with my own skin. Now I still get breakouts from the mask. You know, I'm not hundred percent clear and I probably will forever get breakouts from these masks as long as we're wearing them. However, I don't get the cystic and I don't have, I get like maybe one or two every once in a while, but it's nothing like I had. And I put a picture up on our Instagram. If you really want to, if you want to look at my nasty, uh, nasty cystic acne. Dude, I um, love that you did that because it's so helpful to see the difference. It really yeah. is. Well, I had and that. You're, and you're also like good for you for putting that picture out there because nobody wants to put pictures out, you know, yeah, when you're like it's skin super- is inflamed like that, mm-hmm. but it's helpful. Well, I wanted to do it because I'm on this like kind of vendetta as an esthetician. We see so many estheticians with these like perfect skin and it, it's just 
you know, and they're preaching about skincare, but the reality is it's, it's filler and it's Botox, which is fine, but it's, it's intense chemical peels and it's microneedling. And it's like all of this lasering and really, really aggressive stuff. And it's kind of setting an unrealistic expectation that just skincare alone will get you looking like that. So I try to just kind of keep it real. Like my skin has texture and I have larger pores and I break out and I have, you know, hyperpigmentation from my breakouts. And I just kind of want to like, just keep it like, um, just honest with everybody, um, about, Mm -hmm. you know, I appreciate that. Yeah. I think Mm -hmm. the person who kind of inspired all that, um, which is really funny that I'm so Demi Lovato a couple years ago started like no makeup Mondays. And I know I love Demi and I love everything. I know she probably one of the best concerts I've seen. Actually, she can sing. Oh, you've seen her in concert. Oh, she can sing. I I saw her with one of the Jonas brothers and I don't know which one it is. It's the young one. They're all the same to me. They really are. Jonas, I think his name is. I think Leah. I went with Leah. Leah loves the Jonas, the young one. The, oh like, really yeah the, I would not expect that for some reason that's funny I mean she she grew up on Disney like the rest of us and she's a little bit younger than yeah. us so they were like everything on Disney but I feel like our generation really didn't know the Jonas Brothers no, the way no. you know just someone a couple years younger than us yeah would. so um but she um she was doing these like no makeup because she was doing a lot about like posting her stretch marks and posting like no makeup and like just you know and some celebrities have done that but to really see her do that and to see and she would get face and talk about like this is why I'm getting facials my skin you know I struggle with breakouts and all that stuff and I was like how and I felt really like excited about that and then I was like I want to present that as well because so much of what we see on social media is just it's fake it's fake it's filters yeah it's really bad so maskne is a two-part problem so what is happening is the mask is rubbing against our skin creating friction so when you've got friction on the skin it's actually pulling out water from your skin and leaving your skin compromised no longer healthy and able to function so a big part of our skin um, health is water so when you've got that friction it just um, leaches out the water So the second part of this is now that you've got the water pulled from your skin, it's creating this nice environment for bacteria to thrive. And because your skin is already compromised and inflamed, you're more susceptible to breakouts. You already have like bacteria living on the skin at all times. And normally our skin is healthy enough to kind of keep that in balance and check to prevent it from turning into breakouts. But when you've got this friction pulling water from the skin, the skin just can't, it can't fight it off. It's like when you're stressed out and you get sick and then you get really sick. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. So now that we have um, this nasty maskne problem, um, this is what I recommend to help um, with your skin. So and really before you get mm-hmm. on that, I did make a guide for mm-hmm. everything that you're talking about right now and post it on our Instagram. It's on there right now. So if you get a little confused during the conversation or you're like, oh, I just feel like I need something to look at. You have a little guide right there for you. Oh, thank you, Lauren. Always yeah. looking out for us. <laughs> yes, queen. So the first thing I did was I stripped down my skincare to the most basic and gentle steps. I took out all my serums, my actives, my exfoliants, everything that wasn't a gentle cleanser and a moisturizer made for sensitive skin. Um, oh, another thing I want to add is we did create or I did create a um, maskne product guide. Um, Ooh, on, nice. yeah. yeah, on our Instagram as well. So I've got some nice cleansers and some sensitive skin moisturizers that you can pick from. The only thing I couldn't link because they didn't have it was the specific cleanser I use, which is the Aveda Outer Peace Foaming Cleanser. Um, oh my God, I have a nightmare story. So I had two, I have two of those cleansers mm-hmm. in my bathroom right now. One of the ones, one is the one that is about to be completely empty. The other one is my new one. My new one fell in the shower and I don't even know how, but on the bottom of the actual bottle, that's where a hole poked through and it all came out. Oh my God. You should contact Aveda. I bet bet they'll replace it. Yeah. They're a good company. Oh, that's really nice. No, I'm glad that I spoke up and said that then. Yeah. Tell them that the the (laughs) bottle, you know, it had a hole in it and it leaked everywhere. That's so weird. Oh no, this fell from like, okay, you know how you have that shower rack in your mm-hmm. everyone's shower that like no one ever puts a towel there, but yeah. it exists. Yeah. 
Yeah. It, it fell off of that. It wasn't the high fall. Like, it, it was just devastating. Wow. That's tragic. Yeah. So it's really not Aveda's fault. It's kind of mine. <laughs> well, so what is great about this cleanser is it is a um, it's, it's a pump that comes out as foam. So but it's really gentle and doesn't strip the skin, but it also dissolves dirt, oil and bacteria. And that's what you kind of want to look for. The other one that is listed on our guide is one by Paula's Choice. Love Paula's Choice. Love, love. Their acne cleanser is made to be just like this, which it's more of like a gentle approach to treating acne versus like an aggressive approach. Um, So for me, I just did, um, I would do sunscreen in the morning and then at night, gentle cleanser, um, moisturizer. Um, if I felt like I needed a little bit of cleaning on my skin in the morning, I would do um, just the Heritage Store rose water toner on um, a reusable cotton round. But I try to just keep my cleansing to kind of limited because for me, over cleansing my skin is is stripping. Um, yeah, and I definitely want to say that you helped me out so much because when I started having the masty problem, I was just really like exfoliating kind of being mm-hmm. aggressive I just wanted to get off the ugly skin that I hated mm-hmm. and it wasn't until I had a talk with you that I you know went the route of going to like a simple cleanser mm-hmm. and moisturizer and it made all the difference even in just the first day mm-hmm. I, I could just tell that my skin was like responding to it like okay <laughs> let's try and solve this problem which was really nice I was like we're on the same page yeah sometimes you can almost do too much and you're, you're not helping a situation it's it's really one of those where okay we need to take a step back and we need to just go down to basics. And Mm -hmm. um, so the next thing I started doing, which I think was super helpful, was I began switching my mask out halfway through the day. So for me, I teach. So I'm wearing a mask for like 10 hours a day. And and I'm talking for 10 hours. So I'm like breathing into these masks. Um, So when I would go to lunch, I would just get a new mask. Um, and I also stopped using the surgical mask. So one of the questions that, um, I, so I posted a poll or a question on my Instagram was, um, do you guys have any questions about mask knee? And, um, someone asked, is there a specific material that makes a difference? And so I found that the surgical masks, because they're treated, um, they were really irritating my skin. Um, and so I switched to a hundred percent cotton mass. Um, and yeah, and that made a really big difference. Now, sometimes like depending on how high the cases are, I'll put a surgical mask over my a hundred percent cotton mass. Um, Mm -hmm. and I always put a filter inside my cotton mask just because I, I'm out in the working world. Um, and I would, like to not get sick. So, so, um, That's so hard. <laughs> yeah, I would like to continue working. So, um, so, but f- what was up against my skin was always a hundred percent cotton. Um, the last thing I did was I stopped trying to ex- aggressively exfoliate and treat the acne. And instead I began to treat my skin as irritated and sensitive. So a lot of acne products targeting breakouts, um, they're really aggressive and there's a time and place for that. But what's happening is because your skin is so irritated and then you're putting a mask back on it, it just creates this vicious cycle like you were talking about, Lauren. So instead I looked for products that were targeted towards calming and soothing the skin. Some great ingredients are green tea, vitamin E, CBD, colloidal oat, aloe, algae, and chamomile. So um, if you're using something that is for sensitive skin, take a look and see if some of these ingredients are in there. Those are all really great. Um, They all promote wound healing, which is essentially what you have going on at that point. You have wounds on your face. Mm-hmm. So my final trick is um, when the pandemic began, began, the brand Dermalogica, which I'm a really big fan of. Um, yes. They, I was thinking about their milky, um, their milk cleanser the other day. Yeah. They, you know what I like about them is their professional skincare that's accessible. So yeah, not, not everyone sure. has the ability to go see an esthetician, but everybody has the ability to go to like Ulta and order from them. So 
But when the um, pandemic really began, um, the Dermalogica announced they were donating their product called Barrier Repair to hospital employees whose skin were getting wrecked from the N95s. And oh, that's so nice. Yeah. So I don't know if you've ever worn an N95. I did it. I've done it a couple times. They're intense. They're tight. Yeah, I have a few. And they're, yes, they're so tight on the skin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they're they're great for what they do, but they're intense. Mm-hmm. And so I purchased it myself because I'm like, well, this is what they're recommending. And I realized immediately this was really similar to chafing gel. Um, oh. So I ordered just Monistat chafing gel just from like CVS.com or something like that. It was like five bucks. And they both have that slippery silicone texture. And ideally what's happening is this is preventing the friction. And friction is what the cause of maskne is. Yeah. And something that we've talked about before on this podcast is whenever you're using silicone, a lot of times it's sitting on top of the skin rather than going inside. Mm -hmm. So it's creating that shield for you. Same with silicone makeup. Yeah, exactly. Now I will say if you go about this route, you do need to make sure you're fully cleansing it off at the end of the day. So you may need to wash your face twice to make sure you've removed that. So it's not sitting, just staying on top of the skin. Um, now the barrier repair, um, does have some of those, um, colloidal oat beneficial ingredients. However, it's 40 bucks and chafing gel is five bucks. And essentially you're getting the same functionality from both of them. Yeah. That's super nice. Yeah. So that is my like trick in my bag of tricks is this chafing gel. And so I would just slather that on over my chin. Um, and that really helped. It created like a nice barrier. So the breakouts I did have weren't getting rubbed and irritating and then areas that were not irritated weren't going to become irritated yeah I actually went ahead and bought the Dermalogica as soon as you had talked to me about it (laughs) and I've been using it for about a month and I will say it is super helpful um I haven't done the shaving gel but if it's going to save you some money go for it (laughs) yeah definitely yeah, so I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you suggest for the actual healing process? Like the maskne has calmed down, your skin is balanced, but you still have, you know, the hyperpigmentation and the remnants of the flare-ups. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So um, when you say remnants of flare-ups, are you talking about discoloration on the skin? Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm mainly talking yeah. about. Yeah, so the discoloration is, um, it's known as post-inflammatory hyperpigmentation. Um, which is just a, a big word for meaning some sort of trauma has occurred to the skin and the skin protects itself with pigmentation. So the ingredients that are going to help reverse that are um, vitamin C is great for that. Um, retinol. So your Sunday Riley retinol is going to be really beneficial for that. Um, and there's a lot of other ingredients that claim to help that. Um, and I, and I do think like, um, uh, the rosehip oil, um, oh, but, yeah. But, yeah, yeah. But, and this is the only time I'll probably recommend an ordinary product, but their rosehip oil, um, can help a lot with Radha makes a really good one too. And the bottle is huge. Oh, nice. Do nice. You nice. Like Radha product. Is that how I'm saying it? R-A-D-H-A? Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Cause mm-hmm. I remember yeah. you sent it to me one time and I looked it up. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and then, um, how do you feel about licorice root? Cause I always read mm-hmm. about that ingredient for yeah, helping. Licorice root is, um, is again, it's similar to these. It's what's known as, um, they're called tyrosinase inhibitors. And, um, so they stop that pigment cycle. So licorice root is, um, really fantastic. So your, your best are going to be vitamin C and retinol, but mm-hmm. things like Rick, like I was saying, licorice root, um, is a good one. Um, and the kojic acid, azelaic acid um and i can i can write all this down for you lauren <laughs> yeah definitely. we should totally do a post about that i was yeah. also thinking about um i also have the sunday riley ufo oil which is supposed to be for more of acne but they have like the licorice root in it oh, and okay. some salicylic acid just to keep you know your pores mm-hmm. clean in the meantime and yeah you know what problem. why don't i just do a whole episode on acne marks and so i can um come yeah, up with bitch. yeah <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that would be good with the straightener episode uh-huh. instead of winter skin. That would be good. Yeah. Okay. All right. Next up, next next episode, acne marks. And I actually, I have a whole chapter on my book um, about tyrosinase inhibitors. Buy it. <laughs> um, so yeah, there there are specific ingredients, but I would say your your most studied and most efficient are going to be vitamin C and retinol. However, I would not recommend incorporating vitamin C or retinol until the mask knee is really calm down not when you're in a a cystic episode 
Um, okay. So, but I'll talk all about that more next week. So Good, I'm excited. Yeah, we're gonna talk about straighteners next week, and really, I'm gonna go really hard into the tea on straighteners <laughs> and help you find good ways to pick a good one. All right. Yes. Awesome. So, um, so now, Lauren, why don't you take us into the second part of this? Absolutely. Okay. So. First off, it's best to avoid makeup completely mm-hmm. um, if you have these maskne problems. But I do want to give advice if you're going out and you just need to cover it for the day. Um, so the first thing that I swear by are pimple patches. They are so great to wear under your mask all day. And they actually look like the color of your skin. So it's not terribly noticeable if you do take your mask off for a second. But those have really saved my life because the like Kelsey's saying, like, the acne that is coming up is like deep in there. It's like cystic. It hurts. And I'm a picker. So putting the pimple patches also helps me to not pick my skin because I won't pick over that band-aid. Yeah. I'm just going to say I have three pimple patches on my face right now. So thank you. Big fan. Big fan. Yes. Big, big fan. Um, The next thing that really helped me was aloe. Mm -hmm. I grow aloe just right on my little back porch and I use it all the time. I always claim that it is the best uh, skin prep for makeup. Your makeup will sit so well on your skin, but putting aloe over my face before putting any um, cosmetics on really helped to kind of just like keep everything calm and together. Um, um, you know, and Lauren, then once it, you oh, should, go ahead. you should share your video of you, how you apply your homegrown aloe. Um, because yeah. I think that's to show people, cause people, you know, you look at this plant and you're like, I, I don't know what to do here. <laughs> yeah. And then everything on like Pinterest, like shows you like pulling it apart, putting it in a blender, you know, like packaging it. And you can literally just like clip a little bit of your aloe, just pull off the skin at a certain part and just start rubbing it on your face. I'll definitely share that video. It'll make life so much easier for you. Yeah. I just want to say pure aloe um, is so it promotes wound healing, which is what I was talking about looking for. So if you can do pure aloe, I mean, that's amazing. Yeah. It's so easy to grow. It's stupid easy. Like you can't kill these plants. So I would highly suggest it. So the next thing is to really make sure you're not picking your face. Once you start picking your skin, it's a completely different situation. And now there's texture and there's scabbing on the face. And I hate to give you the hard pills to swallow, but makeup just does not adhere to skin like this. Um, Same thing if you have a really bad sunburn, especially living in South Carolina. I feel like when I get you know, bridal parties on the weekend, they've come down for the weekend and they go to the beach and then they want to be like, oh, sorry about this sunburn. But it's like makeup doesn't want to stick to that. And there's nothing that we can do about it. Yeah. Your skin is literally in the healing process at this point. What do you think, Kelsey? Yeah. And when you're picking, you're more at risk for the scarring too. So just try to remember that you're because if it's not ready to come out, like you need to just leave it alone. And if you do these pimple patches, it'll really take care of these breakouts for you by extracting it safely instead of aggressively picking at it and spreading that bacteria. Yeah. And I absolutely love because at the end of the day, when you're done with your pimple patch, there's like this white liquid on it, which is like everything being extracted and it's low key kind of gross, but I love it. It's awesome. Yeah. All right. So the next thing I want to go into is concealer. So the type of concealer that you want to buy is you want a concealer that's really going to adhere to the face. Um, You can't risk the idea of putting concealer on and having your powder or foundation move it around. So I always suggest that MAC Paint Pot, which is your eye primer, um, Mm -hmm. if it's in your skin tone, to put that on the pimple. Um, Shape Tape is another really good concealer that really sticks to the skin. There's definitely a lot of alcohol in that one. Um, The Kat Von D concealer is really good for this. And then if you want your drugstore couple dollar concealer that LA girl HD pro is amazing for this. Um, so application tips that I would give you, I also made a guide for this that you can go on Instagram and find, um, the concealer needs to sit on the exact spot where the pimple is. So don't put it all over your face, just where the pimple is. You can conceal before you put on your foundation or you can conceal after, um, depending on the coverage you need, or you can always do both. Uh, make sure to dab the foundation and the powder on this spot rather than taking your brush and kind of like swirling it around your face. Literally just dab the foundation right on top of the pimple and then set it with powder. Um, the more you slide your brush around on this spot, you may be pushing the product off or completely removing it. The concealer that you buy needs to match your skin tone. Um, if it is exceptionally dark, sometimes they're hyperpigmentation or a specific pimple, especially if we've kind of like played with it. I always sit there and like squeeze and make like a little bruise around it, which is so bad. In this case, you may need to use a little bit of color corrector, but um, a concealer that is your skin tone should be completely fine. 
Um, so if you do end up picking, this creates a completely new scenario where you actually need to create um, a balance of moisturizing the area and getting rid of any excess scab that might be sitting there. Um, it will inevitably dry out and it's super hard to create longevity of makeup on these areas where you've picked the skin. So once again, that goes back to just try not to pick it. Just try not to. It's so hard. <laughs> so then um, that brought me to a really good point. Kelsey was talking about, you know, mineral foundations and powder foundations. So when you do use foundation, look for the term non comedogenic. Am I saying that totally wrong? Uh-huh. Uh, well, not totally. Comedogenic. Comedogenic. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're doing an search, internet search for foundation, definitely look up this term. Um, these formulas are designed to avoid clogging pores. I do need to know that there currently are no approved industrial regulations of the word that I can not say, non-comedogenic. You did it. Standards. Yay. <laughs> so there really isn't a test or a checklist created that allows a product to truly be labeled as this. Um, what clogs a person's pores varies from individual to individual. So don't take the term to heart or fall for marketing claims. However, this is a great place to start your makeup shopping search and how to not fall into any traps. Um, I just, as an esthetician, I just want to say I really appreciate you bringing that up. Um, Comedogenic isn't, there's no, like it wasn't created by scientists or anything like that. It was just kind of like, these are certain ingredients that tend to clog people's pores, but not everybody. And so, you know, take it with a grain of salt. Yeah, exactly. And then um, to be on the safe side, pick a powder. Powders are less likely to clog your pores. Um, some well-known good brands to start with are Bare Minerals and Jane Iredale. Those are both mineral cosmetics. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of mineral lines have really great powders. Uh, there are so many pre-existing guides on the internet of product suggestions. So just give it a goog and you will find exactly what you're looking for. Um, and then once again, I tried the Fenty Pro Filter Soft Matte Powder Foundation this weekend and I was super impressed. Um, some of the claims of this foundation are that it's sweat, humidity, and crease resistant. It has a blurred finish and buildable coverage. And I will say it, it does have all of those. I haven't been in the humidity. It's been kind of like rainy and cloudy here. Um, but the coverage is definitely buildable and there is a nice blurred finish at the end. Nice. And that about sums it up for makeup. Yeah, I've been really liking, I just want to add to this, I mentioned it before, but I've been using every day my Laura Geller uh, Baked and Brighten, Balance and Brighten. Yeah, add that to the list, yeah. Yeah, I've been really liking that one too, um, because I switched to powder um, as well. And so, yeah, I think... um, I think it's it. There's a time and place for creams, but I think right now maybe powders might be the way to go. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Um, yep. Well, do you want to um, let's talk about something that made you happy this week? Yeah. So I had a reading this week from my friend Jess. She um, read some tarot cards for me, and there was lots of bad bitch energy <laughs> in it. Um, I'm also super proud of her because she is committing to living a life in her RV in Joshua Tree and isn't going back to corporate America. So I'm living for that. She's going to start using all her spiritual gifts and her art as a means of income. And whenever I see people thriving that way, it just makes me really happy. That's amazing. You should share her on our Instagram. And then I'm going to. Okay, okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'll go. I'll go support her because I think anyone that wants to follow their dreams um, and especially as, you know, the sisterhood, we should support each other. So I definitely will. Yeah. And then on a side note, I have to say that um, Jess is autistic and mm. I've actually come to terms with a lot of my neurodiversity this year or things that maybe happened in my childhood that like maybe I was a little different and I need to understand that so she's also been a really great help to me in learning these things about myself and she just there are no limits to what Jess can do and that really inspires me oh that's really nice it's just soul yeah. sisters she was someone that came sure. into your life for a reason absolutely yes beautiful so what about you Kelsey okay this is so crazy and I wasn't gonna do it but then I was like I'm gonna tell the world I mastered the diva cup I Yay! did it I did it <laughs> I've never done it. Tell me all about it. Okay. Well, so I switched birth controls. Um, and so I'm having like my cycle for the first time in like three years. So I guess I forgot like what a pain in the ass it is. And I'm like, God, people do this every month. Like, Jesus. Yeah, and so I did like two days of just using like typical feminine products. And I'm like, yeah, no, I'm done. I'm done having to carry around an extra bag with me when I go to the bathroom at work. Like this is, I'm mm-hmm. over it. And I. Yeah. And not to mention, I'm that person that like, I know my period comes at the same time every month and I can never seem to be prepared for it. Like <laughs> I'm always like, shit, I, I need to get months or something and I don't have a car. Oh yeah. no. Yeah. Well, and I, um, I am, I drink so much water. So I pee all day long. And then I'm just 
just like, I can't, I can't deal with this. So, um, I actually got the Lena cup, which is for women who haven't given birth yet. And oh my God, what a game changer. I am never going back to traditional feminine products. It was amazing. Um, if you guys have questions about the Lena cup, go ahead and message me because I had to ask a friend, um, who did it. And so I just feel like maybe, um, it's not as talked about as some of the other things, but, um, it took me, I would say the best advice I can give you is just relax, just relax. Mm -hmm. And it's not going to get lost and you'll have no problem taking it out or in. There's a little bit of learning curve with the, the technique, but I would say by my like second day, I had it, I had it down packed. And the nice thing is like, so with, um, like tampons and stuff, you know, you can't leave it in for that long. And, I, um, I'm a sleepy person. So like on weekends or days off, like I'm sleeping 12 hours. Like, I'm sorry. I know. I know. I'm sorry. It's my beauty sleep. So, and that doesn't, that doesn't work with traditional feminine products and you, you can leave these in for 12 hours. So yes, yes. And so I would, I could go all day at work. Like it was so nice. That really is a game changer. Yeah. And I just want to shout out um, my mom because when I, I texted her, I was like, mom, I did this. She texted me back and said, you are a goddess. And I, <laughs> and I just thank you so much, mom, for that pep talk. And I, every, I, I want to tell every woman, if you're thinking about doing this, you absolutely can do this. You can do it. And it's a game changer. I'm telling you. And the fact that I don't, I mean, cause I went to go buy feminine products. I'm like, God, we have to buy these every month and spend money Dude, on this. Expensive. So expensive. And you don't want to buy the cheap stuff. Cause it's like going no. inside you. And like, it's it's crazy 2021 like you know break the cycle you know try so I'm literally (laughs) so and you know what there's so many different types on the internet now that like um like for some people their cervix is a little lower and so like the traditional one didn't work for them there are so many on the internet and there's so many like yeah when you said the one about like for the one that people that haven't given Mm -hmm. birth yet I was like wow I didn't know that the technology was this fancy yeah so well right because I mean we're all different shapes and that's beautiful and so and I mean they range from I've seen ones that are like seven bucks and I've seen ones that are like 50 bucks you know so whatever you want um and there's just there's so many available and I I think every Everyone, well, if you are interested in trying it, do it. Just try it. This is your message from the universe telling you to try it. It'll change your life. Well, I love all your encouragement for the product. <laughs> I know. Hashtag sponsor me, Lena Cup. Right? Come on. <laughs> Super funny. All right. Well, I think that's all we have for today. Thank you so much for listening to us, guys. Really appreciate yeah. it. Thank you. That's all you want to say? It's just a quick thank you? Thank you. Yep. That's it. That's all she's got. All right. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Bye. All right, bye.